Hey everybody, welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts and I am your coach for this episode and I want to wish everyone a happy 2021, happy new year. We made it. Regardless of the circumstances, the hardships, the losses we suffered in 2020, we are here on today. And I want to commend you and encourage you to celebrate and enjoy your life moving forward. Thank you guys for continuing to share this podcast. I have so many great things planned for us for this 2021 year, and I want to kick this one off strong. But before we get into today's episode, I want to first let remind you guys, I'm still doing some private coaching, guys. Yes, I am still available. Uh, com. You can go and book a session with me there. If you can't find a conducive time slot, please feel free to shoot me an email. And I promise to try to make something work out for you. Also, check out my social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram at I am Renee Roberts. And of course, my ultimate goal is for each episode to be a therapeutic time of self-discovery, healing and forward progress for your life. So let's get our lives moving forward. Today, I wanted to kick off the new year, giving you eight keys to emotional self-care. Now, we do a lot of talking about self-care, but let's talk specifically about emotional self-care. Our emotional health is just as important as our physical health. Understand that most of the things we do psychologically evolves around our emotional state. Our emotions impact our thoughts. They impact impact our behaviors. So it is so vitally important. It's crucial that for 2021, we don't repeat uh, old patterns of behavior when it comes to ignoring or negating to deal with or address our emotional states. Our emotional health is is really vital for our success as well. So, you know, many of us have probably made New Year's resolutions. We've done vision boards. We've made these commitments to a better us for the new year. Uh, Let's make sure we've added our emotional health to that list uh, and not oversight it with all of the other tangible things. Because, listen, your emotions underwrite everything that you do. And you want to make sure that your emotions are stable, that they are healthy, and that they are functioning the way that God has intended for them to function. So I'm going to get into these eight, eight these eight keys to uh, emotional self-care. And I want to kind of drop them to you in like a really quick nugget because I know it's New Year's Day and I just want to give you something really uh, strong but but concise, you know, so that you can just get your day moving forward in an exciting way. You know, we don't have to drag this thing out for an hour. Let's just go ahead and get into it uh, so you can retain it and you can move, chew on it and move forward with it, right? So number one, the first key is be intentional about your emotional state. Be intentional. What does that mean? It means, you know, you have to make sure that you're intentionally forgiving, that you're intentionally apologizing, that you're intentionally letting go. And here's a big one, especially from 2020. 
Be intentional about grieving. This is so important for our emotional health because we get caught up in our routines, our daily lives, our living. Life is going forward. And you know what we neglect? We negate to do and we neglect ourselves and and making sure that we're dealing with how we feel. So be intentional. Be intentional about what's going on in your emotional state. That means sometimes you got to just be, you got to think, you have to think like, oh, I need to forgive this. I have some unforgiveness working in my heart or I need to apologize because I realize after thinking that I've been offensive or I need to let this go because this has been going on all year long, you know, or I need to grieve because I realize I have not stopped and intentionally just allowed myself to process through the losses that I have experienced. So that's number one, be intentional about your emotional state. Number two, take mental breaks, guys. Take mental breaks. This is so vital for your emotional health. Take mental breaks. That means, you know, go on some trips. Well, okay, granted, COVID is alive and well, and, and we are, the, you know, thank God things are happening now where they're coming up with vaccines. And, you know, if we practice the social distancing and use our mask and sanitize, you know, play it safe, but don't limit yourself. Take some self-care trips, you know, take a break, get away, take some self-care breaks if you can't get away. In other words, sometimes you just need to take a day where it's just about you. It's just about you and your feelings and what you want to do and, and how you want to feel without feeling like you have to uh, entertain or perform in feelings for anyone else. So take those breaks. And you know what else is good in taking those mental breaks? Alone time. Let's, let's start practicing for 2021. I almost said 2020. 2021, let's start practicing just committing to some alone time. And it doesn't have to be a long, long, a long time because like, if you're like me, I don't too much care for being by myself. Like I enjoy people. I enjoy company. I'm a socialite. I, I think I would call myself, well, no, I'm not really socialite, but I like to be social, especially with specific people. Okay. Uh, but, and so I get it. Sometimes the alone time just gets a little boring. It gets a little drab. But the older I get, you know what, guys? I am learning to learn to love that time when I am alone and to make that time. Uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? I want to make that time productive, you know, productive for my emotional state. So when I'm alone, that's that's when I'm just kind of allowing myself to say, Renee, you don't have to care today. You don't need to care about anyone. Okay, Renee, you're feeling sad. You're feeling mad. I, I can literally become acquainted with how I'm feeling when I am spending some time with myself. So that's that's number two. Take the mental breaks. Take them often, okay? Number three, here we go. Get proper rest. Now, I don't need to tell you all, most of you are grown, grown, grown people uh, that are listening to this podcast. Get the proper rest, guys. You know, seven hours is mm, it's, it's, it's good, but wouldn't eight be amazing? And if you're doing less than seven, come on, I need us to increase that for 2021. Let's get some enough sleep. Let's make sure that we're just having moments of doing nothing. Can we just kind of schedule to do nothing sometimes? Like literally sit yourself down. And do nothing. Sit down, turn on the tube, and do nothing. 
or don't turn on the tube and do nothing. Stare out the window, do nothing. Put your feet up, do nothing. It is okay. It does not make you lazy. It does not make you unproductive. You are being productive because what you're doing, you're giving yourself proper rest. So let's work on getting proper rest. Go to bed on time so you can get up and get things done uh, during the day hours like we have been designed to do. Outside of those people that have shift work, my heart goes out to you. I know that your um, circadian rhythm, your circadian rhythm, is totally thrown off because you're probably night owls and you know you want to sleep late in the day. But for those of us that job is not the issue, we're just reckless <laughs> at night. Go to bed so that you can get up at a good hour and get your day going full of energy. Number four, meditate. All right. Meditate. Now, we talk about meditation a lot. Some people, you know, we have different opinions about meditation, uh, but that's because we, some, most of us don't really understand what it is. So I encourage you, like, do research on meditation before you make a judgment call on it. Even the Bible, and you all know that I'm a believer, uh, the Bible talks about medita- meditating on the word day and night, right? So we want to make sure that in meditation, what we're doing, we are fixing our thoughts and connecting with our purpose. Yes? Fix your thoughts. In other words, get your thoughts established on something productive as far as your purpose, your goals, your plans. Fix your thoughts and then connect with your purpose. Use that time in meditation to say, you know what, I need to link up with what it is I need to do so that I can perform in excellence today. I can I can accomplish some things that need, really need to be accomplished without too many hiccups or bumps in the road. Also during meditation, practice breathing. Listen, I'm not trying to give you anything spiritual in this point. I'm saying practice breathing. Breathing has a lot of biological uh, benefits to it, physiological benefits to it. When we're breathing, when we exercise what they call deep breathing, we are literally oxygenating the body. And when we're doing that, the brain starts kicking off uh, uh, the the hormones and the chemicals it needs to to de-stress, to calm calm down, uh, to reduce other stressors that may be on our minds, in our physical bodies. And so we understand that breathing is a calming thing. It is a calming mechanism that, guess what, all of us have been created with. So, yay, it's nothing you have to go out and spend money on. Just sit down, take a minute, and say, you know what, I'm going to just, in my meditation today, I'm going to make sure I leave some time to just sit here and breathe. And the proper way of breathing, guys, is to breathe in through your nose and blow it out slowly through your mouth. And you want to try to take as much air in through your nose, filling up your diaphragm as much as you can, blow out those lungs, and then breathe it out slowly. And you want to breathe every drop of air out of that diaphragm before you repeat that cycle. But that's what deep breathing is about. Uh, So practice some breathing. It's okay. Meditation. That was number four. Number five, journal. Okay, so... A lot of women like to journal, right? We like to write. Then there are women who don't. Uh, 
But I don't know a lot of men who likes to write. So here's another option to either men or those women who don't like to write. You still can journal. You can do vocal journaling. In other words, find your recording device. All of these smartphones, they're so darn smart that you can record on them. You know, keep you a journal Keep you a digital journal. Start speaking your thoughts. Speak your heart. Journal. Speak your feelings. Journal them. You know, begin to share what's on your heart and on your mind. Share what those feelings are. And guess what? The greatest thing about journaling, nothing has to be congruent. It doesn't have to make sense. Why? Because this is what I feel. This is how I'm thinking. And I just need to get it out of me. And so journaling is an excellent tool. It's an excellent key in making sure that your emotional self-care is up to par. So let's recap just a little bit. So number one, we have be intentional about your emotional state. Number two, take mental breaks. Number three, get proper rest. Number four, meditate. And number five, we're talking about journaling. Journal, written, or vocalize. And listen, you don't have to have proper English. You don't you want to talk slang the whole time. You wanna however you wanna write it, you know, just write it out. Nobody's gonna grade this. This is not for grading or to impress anyone. This is literally a tool designed to give your emotions a landing place. So use that landing place wisely and just put it out there. Put it out there. Yes? So number six. Get to moving. Get your physical body moving. And guess what? I'm talking to myself too. I have made a commitment for 2021 to get my body moving a little more than I did in 2020. Yes, the quarantine has me physically lazy, guys. I have to admit it. Uh, Yeah, it's me. You know, I told you I'll be honest with you, right? I'm not going to tell you anything that I'm doing that I'm not doing. (laughs) And one of those things is not moving too much. You know, I move up and down these stairs in my home, but... You know, that's about the extent of that. So I want to do better this year. And I want I want to challenge you to, to work with me as we all try to do better with getting active. And when I say get moving, I am not limited to uniformed exercise. If you're like me, I can't stand exercising, right? Just the whole word exercise is really turning my stomach. You know, it's like just not for me. But I do understand the necessity and the importance of getting my physical body moving. So if I don't feel like doing an hour walk today or going to a gym and being on machines for hours at a time, I've done that, right? I just don't want to do it. But I do need to get active. What I do like to do is dance. What I do like to do is skate, You know, these are things I like to do. I do like to play volleyball. Like, these are things that I can just get my body moving, right? So, whether it's indoor or outdoor, I can dance if it's raining outside, you know, and I can't play volleyball or I can't take a nice walk. You know, these are the things that help release endorphins in the brain. When those type of hormones, when the proper hormones are released in our brains, it literally shifts us emotionally. So if you want to target that emotional health, make sure you're being active. Don't look at it. I'm not talking about weight loss. We're just talking about health and our emotional realm. And if we want to shift some things emotionally, we have to start getting our bodies moving. So get your bodies moving. You know, get it moving. Let me tell you a quick joke before I give you the last two. Listen, not even a joke, something funny. So Christmas Eve, my kids are here. They're all adults. And I have this thing I purchased. Okay. Don't judge me, but I am um, Amazon's best customer. 
And um, and and I'm, be- I'm becoming Facebook's best customer too. You know how they have the little ads? Yes. I'm the one that will click on that thing and order something ASAP, right? So I ordered this thing. Uh, it's like a table ping pong. And, you know, you could make ping pong on any table. So, of course, I'm skeptical when I purchase it because, you know, obviously it's coming from another country and it's taking forever to get here. Long story short, it gets here, right? And I was so happy, so pleasantly surprised that it's so simple to just clip on each end of the table. comes with two paddles, paddles and and three balls, <laughs> Come on through and listen. And the balls are designed for multiple table surfaces, so they're not so hard. And listen, my son and I, we were playing, my youngest son. And I don't know, I just, I'm the champ. I'm the ping pong champ. My husband would beg to differ, but I am. I am the ping pong champ, right? And so I'm beating. I'm beating everybody. Just boom, 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 boom. But here's the catch. My body was like, yo, sus, what are we doing? Is this exercise? Because we are sweating. We're about to start sweating. And listen, I started sweating so much playing table ping pong in my house, hardly moving. Like I wasn't running left and right, literally just moving my arms, like, you know, getting moving. And it made me feel so much better. Like I had such a good time and sweating and all. Uh, I didn't even realize that, you know, I was actually doing something beneficial for my brain. So that was, you know, something light for you to think about, but get moving. And that's just to encourage you. Just get moving. Just get, find something to do. Get moving. All right. So that's number six. Number seven. We almost home, guys. Laugh, laugh, laugh. That's number seven. You want the a key to emotional self care? Laugh, laugh, laugh. You need to determine that 2021. I'm gonna laugh my butt off. I'm gonna laugh until I get a headache. I'm gonna laugh until I pee my pants. I am going to laugh. Why? Because laughter is like medicine. It is so soothing. It is so uh, stress relieving. And okay, you may be saying, "Well, what? Everything's not funny." Check this out. You can have funny thoughts. You can have entertainment to make you laugh, and then you can have people. You got many options for laughter, you know? I encourage you to try all of them. Be intentional. Say, you know, think about something funny. I like to do that, and sometimes I get over-tickled. It almost seems like something's wrong with this, Renee. You are laughing a bit too hard about something that happened 10 years ago. But laughter is good for your soul, guys. Look at funny things on TV. Watch funny movies. Uh... Be with people that like to laugh. Life is too short to be so serious all the time. Laugh. Give your emotions a break and laugh. And finally, disconnect. Yes, disconnect. Disconnect from negativity. Disconnect from downers like those Debbie Downers. Disconnect from opposing forces. If you, if everything has to be a fight and everything, I have to try to prove myself and always have to fight against you for you to approve me. Disconnect from it and disconnect from rumination. If you remember anything else on this particular number eight, disconnect from rumination. In other words, stop thinking about the negative stuff. Stop thinking about the loss. Stop thinking about the pain. Stop thinking about it over and over in your head. Learn to shift your cognition from thinking so much, we, we overkill it, we, we kill it. Stop thinking so much about it. Find other things to place your attention on. Find other things to focus on. Find other things to think about. 
You know, there's a scripture in the Bible that talks about think on these things. I believe it's in Philippians. Don't quote me on it. Well, I know it's in Philippians. I I believe it's in Philippians chapter four, but don't quote me on that. But you can Google it, you know, but it's talking about thinking on certain things. And if you ever look at that list, you'll see that there's nothing negative on that list. Everything is positive. Everything is good. Everything is lovely. Everything is of a good report. Those are the type of cognition. That's that's the type, type of cognition we should be working to have in 2021 so that our emotional health can be stabilized and we can it, it can be optimized. Yes, I like that word. So one more time, recap. Number one, be intentional about your emotional state. Number two, take mental breaks. Number three, get proper rest. Number four, meditate. Number five, journal. Number six, get to moving. Number seven, laugh, laugh, laugh. And finally, number eight, disconnect. Let's make 2021 a year of good, healthy, emotional states. Let's put some time, some energy, and some effort into our emotional self-care so that we can become stronger, we can have some some greater fortitude about ourselves, and not so many, we won't allow so many things to get under our skin um, or to crush our hearts so easily, yes? So I'm hoping this helps you on this New Year Day. Take it forward, share this with someone, give them the eight keys, tell somebody, say, I have eight keys to emotional self-care, and let's Do the work in 2021. Your life deserves it. I'm looking forward to so many other episodes with you this year. Thank you guys for hanging in there with me. And I will catch you next time for another episode of Coach My World. Catch you guys later.